It's Monday, you're listening to Galway Bay FM and our Play Irish track of the week for this week is from a band called Kingfisher. It's called Anyway and I am delighted to have Eddie, Owen and Owen on the phone with me now. Kingfisher, how are you? Great, flying. How are you? What was the crack like over the weekend? Did you get up too much out in the sunshine? We were kind of demoing new tracks and stuff. We're, we're, we're big summer lined up, so we're using the time we have to try and get down as many ideas as we can. So we're, we're busy enough inside. We have a studio here in the house. It's, uh, well, kind of a home studio, so we're doing a lot of bits here. Fancy. Uh, tell me about the house that you're in. Yeah, how old How old is it? Um, I think uh, we, we've dated as back as far as the 1840s. Wow. So this, is, uh, this is my grandparents' old house. I was lucky enough to move in here when I was doing my master's in UL. And um, when the band started to take off, the boys got, moved in here with me. And we just appeared one day. We didn't really ask. We just we've been causing havoc since. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. You just appeared at the top of the lane, suitcases in hand. And you're like, OK, guys, are we doing this band thing or what? Um, you all graduated from UL. What did you study there? We finished and picked, we finished engineering degrees um, and got jobs and then it kind of started picking up. So we gave up the jobs, moved out here and said to be. I'd say the parents were delighted with that, giving up your engineering jobs and deciding that you want to be pop stars. The phrase we like to use is we engineered ourselves a career <laughs> in something else. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 11 out of 10 That's- yeah. we've used our engineering degrees yeah well yeah. We, we actually it's so it's so funny because we, we went up uh, my goose parents are only up literally 20 yards away um, but we went up to them to kind of have a, the rundown of what the actual plan was for, for the foreseeable and uh, Fitz's parents had had a big conversation with him about like all of like the particulars about what was going to happen or whatever and then we went up and um, Mary and Jar were chatting to us and Mary is, was asking us like, oh, you know, she was giving us loads of advice and she was like, and and Fitz, what did your parents have to say about the whole thing? And Fitz, oh, my mother had to say this, my father had to say this. And then it came to me and the, all my father said was, ride the wave, lad, ride the wave. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend, what a legend. Um, come here, I'd say you enjoyed the crack in UL all the same. When you were in college, were you the lads that rocked up to the house fighting with the guitar on the back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Magoo was was like as steeped in trad. Like um, he's been playing since you were what four or five. Four or five, yeah, yeah. So he's been playing banjo since then. So and you, then, you could come across Magoo at any stage, you know, on the way home from a night out with a banjo in hand, walking towards a house party. Yeah. You know? yeah, actually, that's how. That's the first time I ever played music with Magoo. We were at a, a Willie Clancy week. Yeah, uh, we we're down. We we're down for the week. I'd never been at. It. it was my own, only my first time going, and. Uh, we were pitched up in a kind of a camp, makeshift campsite. Say there was a, a big gang of us sitting around in tents, just kind of playing tunes. And uh, out of the darkness from the beach, like literally out of nowhere, there was nothing but the ocean to that side of the campsite. <laughs> and all I could hear was off <laughs> this loud waters, banjo in his hand, comes, oh my god, Eddie! And I barely knew him at the time. Like we were, we were kind of getting going to college so we sat down and we were playing all night um, I fell asleep the following morning in a wetsuit in the sun I got sunstroke but uh, we had a great evening so that was kind of yeah I guess that was the first time I ever played music <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a, bit of a, that's a bit of a, a hyperbole there on Gives uh, and I that I'm imitating him <laughs> fair enough I would say it's an accurate description what about you Fitz when did you first knock across the lads uh, probably earlier than I think I knew Eddie from maybe second year of college uh, he walked into my kitchen one morning um, and he was drinking and um, I introduced myself. And then I think a week later, he walked into the house again and uh, forgot who I was. So I reminded him who I was. 
And then I met him in stables. I'm I think. so sorry. I met him in stables the third time, and he forgot who I was again. So keeping you hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I I introduced myself a third time, to which he apologised. Got me incredibly drunk, and I had an interview the next day, which I definitely didn't get the job for. Um, but uh, we were best friends since, you know, like shared trauma. You know, yeah, that's hilarious. So, that was obviously a tactical. He was like, No, this lad's going to be in the band. So if I just get him to miss this interview, he'll just have oh, no other good. options. Good tactical, yeah. tactical. We came, we came straight out of the degree into like we released the first single the day uh, or the week we finished college. So, so the way it happened was we, we released uh, Flowers Fire and then Barry from Hermitage Green got onto us to ask us to support them at uh, Docklands. Um, and I got the text as I walked out of my last exam. So like I finished like my last exam at like half 11, the boy, two boys had an exam the following day or two days after, but I walked out college graduate and then just looked at the phone. I was like, Oh, do you want to support Hermes Green? It was like 4,000 cap. It was, and it was the third gig we ever played live. I'd say yeah. the stables was hit hard that night somehow. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. We're just, we're incredibly fortunate with the opportunities we've been given from people. Like we keep having these moments where it's just so surreal, like to be standing in these places and doing things. So I don't like we're not we're not taking them for granted at all. You know, it's it's all like you're you're trying to hang on to the moments as, as best you can and kind of build on them as much as you can. Um, but yeah, it's just every experience is just amazing. I think that's a really lovely note to leave it on. Uh, I really appreciate your time today, guys. It's been lovely to catch up with you. And when you're allowed to tell me anything about your mysterious <laughs> summer dates in the middle of your Dermot Kennedy gigs and your mysterious EP, get back in touch. And uh, we'd love to have you back on the show. Class, thank you so much. Thanks, thank you. Brilliant.